Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize. Defense wants championships. Pride and passion meet success. You gotta love what you do. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Thank you for listening to a new edition of the East West Football Podcast. I'm Fidel Barraza, alongside with me, like always, Kendall Whitley, Jerry Martinez. What's going on, guys? Going pretty well, man. I hope y'all, I hope everybody else is too, and I hope the two of you are got a big week of preseason, man. Second week. Yeah, man, and, and I got to, I got, I hate to say it, right, but uh, I got a fantasy football league uh, coming up pretty soon, so that's kind of been stressing. You know what I mean? For those that play fantasy football, make sure you tune into the website eastwestfootball East dot you know, Isaac Durham does a great job as far as providing all the coverage as far as fantasy football, right? Yeah, and I actually just had mine last Saturday, and I think it went pretty well. But we'll see. Hopefully all the players stay healthy and no one gets hurt. All right, let's get into the latest NFL news. Uh, safety Derwin James and the Los Angeles Chargers agreed to a four-year $76.4 million contract extension on Wednesday, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. His 19.1 million average salary is the highest ever for his safety. I had to make sure that I was looking at these numbers correctly because that's a lot of cash. It is, especially for, you know, such such a talented individual. But I think for the last couple of, you know, since he came into the league, his first year, he was phenomenal. I mean, he really changed the way the safety is played in the NFL I mean, from going from a traditional strong safety to a free safety and then coming coming down at the box, you know, being that extra the extra linebacker that you needed, he was, you know, a jack of all trades. So I think if anything, he, he has changed it. But the only thing that's plagued him has been his his injury concerns. But man, when he has him, when the Chargers have him healthy, wow, that defense looks amazing. I mean, tap, you tap him with Joey Bosa. Sky's the limit. And then now Khalil Mack. So Chargers is a team that's going to need to be reckoned with. Just to add to what the Chargers got on defense, Asante Samuel, um, Junior, whatnot, J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, I mean, Bosa. I mean, they got some people. They got the linebacker um, from, uh, was it out of Texas last year or Oklahoma State, I believe? Oklahoma, Kenneth Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray. Got- uh, no, I'm sorry, Kyler Murray. Uh, but it's Kenneth, Murray. Kenneth, yeah, yeah, Murray. They got him. They got some pieces there on that defense, and they got you know they got some good tackle depth there. But Derwin James, he's an absolute animal. He can match up on tight ends, slot receivers. He can play far back safety corner. He can do a lot. So it's it's a, a important piece for the Chargers. They got him locked up. He had been a little bit injury prone early on in his career, but he's still young. I think he's kind of. I think he played all all the games last year. He played the full season last year, and I'm sure Fidel has a lot to say about that in the same division with his old Raiders. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, he's outstanding player. I'm not going to say he's not good for him. He got paid, but I mean, when you look for if you, when you look at the full picture, I mean, this guy's been hurt a lot. So I mean, 
why give him so much cash? And I know, look, he's one of the best safeties in the league, right? I mean, some could say he's the best safety in the league. But to me, for a player that's still young and he's had some some uh, injury history and a young career, I don't know if, how I feel about that. I mean, that that, and then look at how teams are, are not all in on that safety position too. So it's just you got to pick it. You got to pick your poison here. And I think that in this case, I think the Chargers see him as a – you know, uh, uh, you know, one of the the actual pillars on that defense. So it says a lot about about maybe his character. Maybe he brings a strong leadership skills uh, on top of his athletic ability. So, uh, but but yeah, it, it's kind of one like you said. I mean, it's crazy. I think Cal Hamilton was the the first safety in in a couple in a couple seasons that we've seen go in the first round. Oh, well, actually, since Derwin James, I, I don't. I, I, um, so. You know, the NFL itself, when I say NFL, I mean teams across the board, they're not really looking for safeties in the first round. What I remember the most about Durin is, uh, I want to say his rookie year, um, they played the they played the Ravens in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson, it was Lamar Jackson first year, too. He came in and played. And they, they were, um, I think their defense coordinator was Gus, Brad, Gus Bradley then. They were, and the Chargers were playing a, like, a, like a nickel defense, and they had a lot of DBs on the field. Um, Derwin James, he was chasing Lamar Jackson from the sideline to sideline. He was playing the linebacker position. That was that was crazy. And was, I think it was his first year, I believe. Like that was a, that was a sight to see. Yeah, I mean, look. Let me just ask you guys this: If you guys were working for the Chargers general manager, and would you guys have given Derwin James this uh, amount of money? I would have. I mean, it's kind of hard, man. I like Derwin James as a prospect coming out. Um, I was. And that that year, you know, I'm a Cowboy fan. That year, we ended up with Leighton uh, Vanderish, but I I was hoping that, I mean, because he was literally like two picks before the Chargers picked two picks before, and it's funny because me and my buddies, you know, we're Cowboy fans, and it's funny we we always say like, you know, the Chargers are that team that 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 always kind of comes in and overhears what you're, what you're talking about, and you know, jumps on your idea before you can you can. Uh, uh, bring it to light so it's kind of funny that the chargers always seem to to pick the players that the, that the uh, cowboys are most interested in so i don't know uh, i think uh if he can stay healthy and he can continue the production and they can use them all over the field i think that you need to because i mean look at and i'm referring back to my cowboys look at michael parsons i mean he's he should be playing edge rusher 24 7 but because his versatility he's gonna be playing a lot of linebacker and he's gonna be able to rush so Derwin James is that for you as a safety? A lot of pressure on the Chargers this year. A lot of pressure, and uh, hopefully he's able to stay healthy. All right, Seahawks quarterback Drew Locke has tested positive for, for COVID nineteen and will not play in tomorrow night's game against the Chicago Bears. Look, uh, I mean, Geno Smith is pretty much all but secured the number one uh, starting job for the Seattle Seahawks, right? But they were gonna they were planning to start Drew Locke. If I'm not mistaken, but now that's kind of out the window. I feel kinda bad sucks. for Drew Locke. Man. It kind of sucks, man. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday. I mean, I feel bad for Drew Locke because I think this is the week that he was supposed to get, you know, first yeah. team reps. And and then uh, I think it was Kendall who broke the news right before we went live yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sucks. I mean, he was going to get the first team reps. What now? He got COVID. It just seems like, like I told Jerry last night on the live stream, he can't catch a break. He was hurt a couple of times in Denver. Then I mean, it was it's just been a mess with you a lot. 
I've always liked him coming out of Missouri, but I mean, they had the pieces there in Denver. Now he, he's had another team that had the pieces, and he's not going to be available. It's very unfortunate. And I think this yeah. is a big, um, this is a big, um, opportunity for Geno Smith. Let's it is a, it. It, it's a huge opportunity and one that he might have not thought that he would get again. But obviously, yeah. Russell wasn't being traded to Denver, and they actually play Week One Monday Night Football. Uh, so that's going to be a great game to see. But, I mean, what do we make of Geno Smith being a starting quarterback again? And now, especially with the Seattle Seahawks, a team that's kind of reconstructing, I guess you can say. I mean, I think this is one of the questions I asked Kendall yesterday. Uh, do you have confidence that Geno could get uh, can help the Seahawks be contenders in that tough NFC West division? And, uh, you know, I think like what Kendall said yesterday, I think they've they've done enough. They're a young team, but they have some key pieces around where, you know, DK Metcalf has showed you the ability to adjust and make, you know, make amazing catches on the fly. So I think that if, if they can establish a running game and get that defense rolling, I think that, yeah, I think that, that Gino can help you get by. What do you think, Kendall? I think uh, I can I can I can agree no more with Jerry there. I believe that he has enough there. They're they're an incredible young team. They need some more. I think they need help on defense. They lost a lot this year on defense. And um and then the bigger the biggest of all is Russell Wilson. And I think I heard today that one of their running backs is on the seasons in jeopardy or week ones in jeopardy. Uh, so uh, it's Kenneth Walker the third. He's got a hernia injury, but he should be ready to go by week one. Right. So I mean, I, we just have to see what how Seattle does this year, but. I don't think they have a lot of expectations. Because one thing is going to kill them. They're in a tough division. You got the Cardinals. They're going to be better. 49ers. You got the Rams, Super Bowl champions. So I think they, I mean, they're nothing. They're just like the Steelers. They're, a, they're good. They got some talent. They got some depth, but they're in a tough division. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is kind of like a reconstruction, right, of that team. So, I mean, we'll see, you know, how our, how far Geno Smith takes his team. I mean, hopefully, he does good for them. I mean, Geno's a good guy, and obviously, it just didn't work out with the Jets. And now he's getting a second opportunity, and it looks like he's making the most out of it. For sure. All right, so week two of the preseason is upon us. Uh, guys, what game are you guys looking forward to the most? I'm, I'm looking forward to, I just told the guys, the Browns and the Eagles. I want to see this quarterback thing that's going on in Cleveland and whatnot and see what Jacoby Brissett can do. I think we can get a chance to see the starters this week play play about probably about a quarter or probably at least a – at least to the second, listen to it in the second quarter. That should play, it should play plenty of possession in the first. So um, I want to see what Jacoby Brissett can do with those all those weapons that Cleveland has with the running game, Amari Cooper, um, Bell out of Purdue. They got they have a lot of weapons there. Um, I want to see if Watson he's good, he's going to play the period. I want to see if he can bounce back because he didn't he didn't his last outing last year didn't I mean last week didn't look too good. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And then on the Eagles side, Jalen Hurts he's having a pretty good count. And so let's let's see what he can do. He see if he can get the ball downfield to AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and company. Man, it, it, it's tough, right? Because we have a game. What tomorrow's? Uh, it's going to be one game. It's going to be Bears, Bears, and Seahawks. Yeah, and we, we got games. Pretty, we got games Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even Monday. Yeah, all weekend. <laughs> well, aside from my Cowboys, right? Because I have a lot of concerns. I mean, they're you know the spillover of of last season with the penalties. Uh, you know, of course, I'm going to be paying attention to that game closely, but the game I I'm, I want to keep an eye out for is the uh, Ravens and Cardinals because uh, the Ravens have won 21 straight preseason games. So I want to see, can they keep that record intact? I mean, because regardless of what you say, I mean, momentum 
it's everything in life, man. And the Ravens have done a great job as far as having a great start to their season. And if you if NFL teams pay attention, I think it all starts with the preseason. I mean, you build it up in training camp, but preseason, hey man, with a record like that, I want to see if they can keep it intact and see if the Cardinals are ready to. to how do you, to how do you win twenty one straight? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It's, I mean, look. I mean, but it doesn't matter because in the regular season they haven't won anything in a long yeah, time. That's so still I mean, a crazy stat, though. It's, it's, it is a crazy know, stat. But think is. about other teams that are just you know they're like, well, I mean, this game doesn't matter. But to them, like, no, go ahead. We're gonna go for it on fourth down. If not, yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. take you know Justin Tucker <laughs> kick the game winning field goal. I'll tell you this: Cowboys did not win a, a preseason game last year, and they went what twelve and five. No, no. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, honestly, I get what you're saying, Jerry. But long run, I don't think it's. It's gonna affect any teams much if well, you I, lose. I, I mean, I'm excited. Time. I'm excited to see that, and and that's on Sunday. That's a 7 p.m. game. So hopefully, you know, if, if your market predicts uh, allows it, we get to see that. Uh, it does. It's unfortunate that Lamar's not there, but uh, you know, in all, in all seriousness, I think um, you know, I I would like to see uh, the Four Niners and Vikings. I want to see Trey Lance. Technically, it's still his rookie season, so I think that you know, last week he kind of like gave a lot of uh, 49ers uh, faithful, right, uh, a, a lot of hope. And I want to see if he can kind of build off of that. And, of course, Kellen Mond from the Vikings. You know, want to see some – want to see if the Vikings have a quarterback just in case, you know, something was to happen to, uh, you know, in, in this case, you know what I mean, with, with, uh, with COVID or an injury to their starting quarterback. Yeah, and, and you know who the preseason is, is really important to are, are the rookie quarterbacks. I mean, essentially, he is a rookie. Uh, he's going to be the starting quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the roster, but he's probably going to be either traded or he's more than likely going to be cut on August 31st. So for Trey Lance, it's a very important game. I believe they were having team scrimmages against each other, and I think he threw like a 50-yard bomb earlier. I, I saw that. that. Yeah, so uh, for like, yeah, I mean, I would huge expect, game. I would expect to see Trey Lance probably about a good quarter, quarter and a half. And, and, I don't know, man. What, what, I mean, look, wouldn't you want to play in the first half? Yeah. I mean, I think I think the first half is good. Uh, I mean, this game, I think, is 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 very important for, you know, uh, players like this, right? Because your third game should be because, we. I mean, coming from what is it, 80 to 53, that's kind of hard. So, you know, you got to give that that playing time to see who's going to make your 53-man roster. But it would, like, it would be nice to see if – Hey, is Trey Lance struggling to pick up the offense? Is he struggling to make these plays? Because if not, then we might have to keep Jimmy G. But, I, I mean, it, it all looks like Jimmy G's gone. The game I'm looking forward to the most, besides the Raiders and Dolphins game, obviously I'm a Raider fan, uh, Steelers versus Jaguars. Obviously, we've got a quarterback competition brewing right now in Pittsburgh between Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. And, you know, as a Raider fan, whenever Derek Carr did get traded, they had signed Matt Flynn in free agency. Well, Derek ended up having one hell of a preseason, and he ended up starting week one. So not to say that's going to happen in Pittsburgh, but you never know. I mean, Kenny Pickett did lead them to a game-winning drive, and I know it's a preseason, but, hey, he's a rookie. So, I mean, that's the game I'm looking forward to the most. And then also seeing Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne out there. Let's not forget about Mason Rudolph. He threw a touchdown last week to um, George Pickens. he's, he's, He's in it. They haven't said he's out, so let's not forget about Mason Rudolph. Man, but how long has he been there? And he hasn't been able to keep the job. He lost the job to, to Duck Hodges, I believe his name was. It's, it's an open quarterback competition. So yeah, and, and honestly, no offense to him, but I think it's a two. It's a it's a two man race. It's Kenny Pickett Kendall, or Mitchell Trubisky I think, starting. I think Fidel kind of 
I think Fidel got us on that one. I mean, yeah, as much as we want to give, you know, we want to give credit where credit is due, man, but Kenny Pickett looked really sharp last week. I mean, and he only played the last quarter. And look at how look how many he threw 22 attempts. He had like an 85%, uh, 84% uh, completion percentage. Damn. Kenny Pickett yeah. might he might be he might be the he might be the starter by the end of the year. And you know what? I want to see George Pickens too, man. Last last week he had a good game. He had a great catch corner of the end zone for for a touchdown. So that's another player I'm looking forward to watching as George, well. Man, every time you look up on Twitter, he's making another play. Like yeah. they got a like I told you, they got a nice little nice young nucleus there in Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's your guy, Kendall. That's who you wanted the yeah. Patriots to draft. Man, that's real. Hey. Cowboys to draft, man. He reminds me so Everybody much of AJ Green, man. I, I, I know you guys talked about that a little bit about him on Monday, but man, his his game, his 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 size, his frame, his speed, you know, his 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 man, just his body control. It reminds me a lot of AJ Green, man. I mean, it's very similar to him. So uh it's kind of hard, right? Because but the thing is that this guy has a dog in him, and you know, he's looking to Start a fight on every single play. They might be a year. They might be a year too early. Not maybe not this year, but I think next year. Oh yeah, for sure. And speaking of fights, Pedro, Kendall, what's going on with your Patriots and the Panthers? <laughs> Patriots two Patriots in a row. Pan- or, they just mad because you know a couple of bands I got behind us, behind me right there is what we beat them uh, <laughs> some years back. So then you know, and then when I was I was at the game last year and they it, they were fighting out there then so. I okay, wait. I don't think they're gonna practice tomorrow. I hope not, because I mean, it's been it's been brawl after brawl after brawl. So, hey, I, I know these two teams. You know, when you're in training account, the lone dog day of training camp, you get tired of seeing your own team. So, whenever a new team come in, you ready? You ready to hit somebody else? So I just hope everybody makes it out Friday night healthy. <laughs> yeah, true that. And then also too, the other young wide receiver that I'm looking forward to watching this week is Chris Olave. There's been reports coming out. Because uh, they're scrimmaging against the Packers, that uh, he's just tearing everybody up in that secondary. A rookie, rookie out of Ohio State, he was one of my favorite uh, wide receivers coming out of the last year's draft. Yeah, hey, shout out to the host, TJ. Right? Uh, I mean, shoot, man, I, I think you hit it right. You know, you then, I mean, right on the button, man. I think that uh, Chris Olave is going to bring some excitement to that offense. You got Jameis Winston, who we all know he's not afraid to throw the ball down the field. I mean, he's going to make some plays. So, I mean, regardless if you got Michael Thomas, I if I'm a Saints fan, I'm all on board because, man, Trevor Penning looks like a bully as, as your left tackle, and Chris Olavia looks like a superstar uh, in the making and just waiting at that wide receiver position. But there's three rookie wide receivers that – that we're all that we're all expecting to make some big things. Uh, of course, Jamison Williams, when he comes back from his injury with the Detroit Lions, I think that that's a yak monster. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, uh, um, of course, Chris Olave, right? And then of course the Jets, uh, the other Ohio State wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah, yeah I'm just Alave, Alave's gonna have every opportunity because they got Jarvis Landry, they got Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. He's probably not gonna get suspended. Alave's gonna get a lot. I mean, that, I can't wait to see that Saints offense this year. Yeah, he's not gonna get suspended, right? No, report, and that's actually what I was gonna say is that the report came out earlier, I believe it was yesterday, saying that it's more uh, unlikely that he's gonna get suspended during this season. Good news for the Saints. <laughs> Yeah, good news for the Saints, man. If it was a cowboy, he'd be suspended. I'll tell you that much right now. If it was a Raider, he'd be suspended. If not, he'd be in jail. (laughs) 
All right. Well, that's going to go and do it for this edition of the East West Football Podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy week two of the preseason. Have a good night. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. Electric acid.